0: So what uh, what is this place anyway? Is it some type of fancy DMV? Are you kidding? It's the Hall of Justice. Seth Everett is the best there is at what he does, bub. And what he does is the Hall of Justice
1: podcast. Go, go, go with a smile. Welcome to episode 370 of the Hall of Justice. You know, over 120 episodes ago, we reviewed season one of What If the animated series from Marvel Studios. And season one was pretty compelling. They were callbacks to the films. And don't forget, this was closer to Avengers Endgame. And you knew about the MCU. Chadwick Boseman made an appearance after his passing as T'Challa. And you were introduced to characters like Captain Carter who you wound up seeing in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. The success of What If? led to Season 2. But is Season 2 as good as Season 1? And is this part of Marvel's slump? For so long, we have talked about Marvel Studios and how they went from hitting line drives and home runs to singles and doubles. Shows that are not awful, but they're not grabbing you. And that's what I fear about What If Season 2. So I saw it, and I welcomed the guy who helped review Season 1, the noted stand-up comedian, part of the funniest podcast I've ever heard, The Ralph Report, with Ralph Garman, who's been on this podcast twice. Eddie Pence is back with us here to discuss Season 2 of What If. Eddie, first of all, welcome back. If I remember correctly, you did What If Season 1.
0: I think so. Yeah, that was one of the
1: first ones we had you on for.
0: Must have been, I believe. And and (laughs) what I can
1: say is, coming back for the sequel, the reason this was released so much earlier, and we're first doing this podcast now, is this show was not gripping me. Like, nothing was saying, oh, my God, I got to see what happens next. What's the next creative one that they're going to do? And very rarely with Marvel stuff, I did that. I saw Echo in five, you know, in five days. Yeah. You know what I mean? Echo was quick. It was good. You know, it had its flaws,
0: but. Yeah, of course. But, yeah, I enjoyed Echo. (laughs) I did enjoy Echo. What if season two just, like you you said, didn't grip you? It didn't, like, the first season, I was at the end of every, every episode, I couldn't wait for the next one to drop. And this one, I was just sort of like, it didn't. This season just didn't seem as focused as season. Season one seemed to have a point, in a way. This one just seemed to be a little scatterbrained, and I don't know. There's a couple episodes of it I dug, but for the most part, it was just sort of. It was a little, a little bit of a letdown, I guess.
1: Well, just as an example, uh, season one. What if Captain Carter were the first Avenger? Yeah. Right. Captain Carter plays a massive role, but that was novel at the time. Yeah. Remember this is before Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Uh T'Challa became a Star-Lord. This was after Chadwick Boseman died and Chadwick Boseman's in it. Yeah. What if the world lost its world, its mightiest heroes? The Avengers died. Yeah. Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands again. There there are ties, but that was a very novel yeah. A zombie episode killmonger rescues tony stark thor was an only child what if ultron won
0: yeah ultron and got U- the infinity stones right
1: and then what if the watcher broke his oath so like yeah they're very very compelling yeah let's go to the titles just the titles we'll go episode by episode in a second
0: what if nebula joined the nova Corps? i don't think anyone ever cared <laughs> wanted to know if nebula Wait, joined the nova Corps
1: was that in an alternate universe cuz that might still happen yeah what if peter quill attacked earth's mightiest heroes yeah. what if
0: happy hogan saved christmas now that was the only one i didn't that one was fine cuz it was a it was like a christmas show it cute. so it was just sort of, it was cute it was fine i that one was i i enjoyed that one what if no 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 none of them are awful No, they're not terrible, but like that one, I was like, I was engaged in that one because it was just, it felt like a one-off Christmas show. Like, oh, this is a Christmas episode.
1: What if Iron Man crashed into the Grandmaster? Comedy. Yeah. What if Captain Carter fought the Hydra Stomper? Again, you are playing on Captain Carter. And I I, I just have to say this. I loved her. I loved the Agent Carter show. I love the Agent Carter short film. Yeah. Peggy Carter was wonderful, and the storyline of what happens to her after uh, Steve Rogers is is frozen in the ice is fascinating. But this Captain Carter, although voiced the same way, is a sarcastic, arrogant, just kind of condescending person.
0: Yeah, we well, we now we've gotten like how many different versions of Captain Carter we've gotten? We've gotten the one from season 1, we got this one, we got the one from Multiverse of Madness that gets cut in half. Now, that's
1: not the same person?
0: I think that's a I think these are all different to... these are all different Captain Carters. I yeah, believe. They're all different so that's there's what it more seems than like. one Captain Carter. Yes.
1: Okay, that's going to get to the big the big <laughs> elephant in the room. But let's just finish the exercise. Okay. okay. What if Kahori reshaped the world, they introduced a new character? Yeah. But again, they've been doing that all through Phase 5. Okay, another one? Great. What if Hella found the Ten Rings? No Shang-Chi in that? That was weird. Uh, what if the Avengers assembled in 1602? Interesting. I enjoyed that one. Interesting. And then if what if Strange Supreme intervened? Now, let's get to the elephant in the room. Okay. Is Strange Supreme... Now, we know that he's from Episode 4 of Season 1 the Doctor Strange that lost uh, Christine, yes. um, Rachel McAdams, uh, instead of his hands. Yes. Right? That's that's the same Strange Supreme. Is that the guy who intervened at the end of Multiverse of Madness? Is that the same Doctor Strange? I if don't. If the answer is yes, then this just got so much more complicated. And right. if the answer is no, why are you doing the same thing twice?
0: Well there seems to be a running theme throughout most of what they're doing, whether it's in the live action stuff or the animated stuff that Dr. Strange, whatever variant of Dr. Strange, it is seems to be the reason most of everything is going awry in the multiverse. They seem to be, he, everything seems to point back to Dr. Strange sort of is, is the cause of all the problems is that seems what they're doing. So I don't know if it's the so same episode Strange four Supreme. of
1: season one is a bigger plot point for this. Than the multiverse of madness movie. Yeah, you say that very confidently.
0: I think so. I mean, and also, that's this. We're talking about the same strange supreme at the end of season one that was keeping Ultron and Killmonger locked in a battle for the Infinity Stones. He was he was keeping them in whatever little spell he had to stop them from ripping apart the entire multiverse. Right? Like that was right. that strange. Is that that's the one that came back in season two? That's so that what guy. Ha- that's what happened guy. with the Killmonger Ultron battle that's happening over the infinite? Like it's I, I don't. But know. didn't
1: there's... Doctor Strange embrace the Darkhold and become that character?
0: He did. He took in all the end different... of Multiverse of Madness. Like right,
1: it's there's one. This is going to sound crazy, but in a multiverse <laughs> there are multiple universes. That's the yes. word multiverse. Right. But there's only one Marvel multiverse. Right. What if is in the same continuity as the MCU? Correct
0: correct. From what I've understood of everything it seems to be there seems to be it's the same uni- the same Marvel multiverse.
1: I, this needs to be simpler.
0: <laughs> I think that's why Deadpool and Wolverine are going to go through and clean up a lot of the timeline. <laughs> I believe <laughs> oh, so, that's what's going to
1: happen. So we're going yeah. <laughs> so that's going to be the theme of this episode where how fast do we get off what if and talk <laughs> about a trail?
0: But it just seems it I mean it has spaghettied out into this craziness where I think it's that's the danger of it. Like, I'm a big comic book nerd, and you are too, and we love a lot of the little details and the little nods and winks to things love that it. happened in comic books throughout our lives. But at some point, you can't spaghetti it so much where it's just like you can't even keep track of what's happening anymore. It's not like comic books where they're in a book on a shelf and you're like, oh, let me read this issue. They've, they've established this thing where this MCU has this continual storyline, this continuity, and now you're spaghettiing it out into animated stuff and live action stuff, and you're trying to figure out where these things fit with each other. And so now we're supposed to just go, well, maybe they don't fit with each other. Like, I don't, there. It's it has gotten so watered down. And I think that was the, what if season two seems to be the proving point of like, okay, maybe we have spread out too far a little bit to the point where it's like, how do we, we reel it back in and refocus what's happening? Because that's what made phase one or the first three phases of the MCU all The way up to end game, so great is because it did it started from one point, splintered out, and then came back and focused into end game. And then we're just, I think, we're all wondering like, how are they going to focus all of this back in? I don't
1: know, right? But in order to do so, you got to create stakes, and that was the thing yes. about this universe. And even uh, the watcher, uh, Jer- uh, Jeffrey Wright, uh, says these words he says, you know, some of these worlds don't make it. Once you say that, the stakes are lower because they may win, they may lose. Okay, who cares?
0: Right. Like these people are dying and it's inevitable they're going to die. There's no, you can't save everybody. So.
1: And I want to acknowledge something about Kahori because she's played by Devery Jacobs, uh, who was in Echo. Yes. Uh, She's also from Reservation Dogs, which is an amazing show. But my, my, my point on this is, is that's a cool character. Yeah. My reaction to that is that might've been better than Eternals. that might've been better. Like her backstory might've been more interesting than what they did in Echo, because again, you weren't on that podcast, but my com- complaint with Echo is there's no reason why Maya goes from New York city to her hometown the one place where Kingpin would find her, right? She could go anywhere. She right. goes home, and there's you, What what these shows lack is motivation. And my point is, com- comparatively, Shang Chi and 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 like I said, the Eternals and Ms. Marvel and all these characters being introduced. What Kahori ha- what happens to her is you belittle her because she's just another in a long list.
0: I mean yeah, I mean they've they've expanded the universe so far that's that's the problem you're going to run into is they're just trying to pump out as many different characters to expand the universe to re- try to replace the aging stars from their first run with you know the because how long can Chris Hemsworth be Thor? Like they're trying to regenerate new characters without re without recasting old uh heroes. So they're trying to get us to they're trying it almost feels like they're just throwing stuff on the wall now to see, okay, do you like this character, do you like this one? Is this the one we can lean on going forward? I mean, I think the, the I mean it all goes back to like them losing Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther is what hurt them so badly because I think he was going to be the next guy to carry them through for the next few phases. And they they seem to be rudderless right now, trying to find their next Robert Downey Jr. to take them through.
1: Well, and if, if you're gonna say that, then I go back to Black Panther too. Based on what you did to Black Panther two, recast, yeah. Recast just like you can recast Kang, just like you recast War Machine, just like you yeah. can recast anybody. Re- yeah. Uh you recast the Hulk.
0: Yeah, and th- the thing is, if they do recast, they if they don't recast Kang and they they splinter off and create some new. Antagonist. It's like, okay, well, that was the one focused thing that seemed to be happening since Endgame was Kang was the bad guy, you know, sort of throughout this multiverse. And now you're gonna just disregard that and move on to something else. It's again, you're losing the focus of what made the the original run of these movies so great. Right. But Thanos and the Infinity Gauntlet, and that was the, the driving force to all of this. And now we're losing Kang because we we can't recast.
1: All right, and- let's let's acknowledge two things because you brought up the 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 deadpool trailer yeah did monica rambeau go into the brian singer universe when she like used her powers at the end of the marvels
0: i mean they made a a very specific point i mean beast could be it could be a beast variant or whatever like that could have been not brian Singer's. so that so that's not but but they made a very specific point to show you that x door that looks just like from the Brian Singer universe. They, they they made the environment that look that way. They could have put him, they could have put Beast anywhere and then you could have been guessing, okay, is that a what variant of Beast is that? But the environment looks very much like Singer's universe. So I think she went into that universe.
1: Does Deadpool do that? Is, is so Deadpool's in that universe. Yes. So is your prediction that in Deadpool his ability is to bring those X-Men into the
0: MCU? It's what it seems like he's bringing he's importing though. But then I've heard rumors that that is that version of Wolverine is a is a variant of Logan and not the Logan from the Fox universe. Really? So that's not the guy. That's what I've heard because uh Hugh Jackman didn't want to touch that Wolverine because they thought they they wrote a good ending to that character with Logan that he didn't so want to go different for
1: a guy just looks like it.
0: Yeah, like well, like Professor X in Multiverse of Madness is not Professor X from the Singer universe.
1: But he's he's Professor X from the animated universe, apparently. Yes,
0: apparently. Or a variant of some sort, I don't know. Because then you would have Captain Carter would be also in the animated universe of the X-Men. <laughs> you see it, it, what I mean?
1: Like, Yes. Like I've said for a long time on this show, Marvel's in a slump. They're just in a slump. They're hitting singles and doubles. And they're used to hit line drives and home runs. Yeah. And what this did was you just made a show where I don't understand
0: it. And I'm your P one. Right. Well, they immediately, they immediately, as soon as they released season two, they started hinting at season three, like either like, no, everything's going to be answered in season three or go ahead and forget about season two. Look at what we got. We got season three. So I don't know if they, they felt like they, they
1: think season two sucked too.
0: Or it's just sort of like, I know you guys have a lot of questions with season two, but we'll answer everything in season three, because they literally put started putting out stills of season three as soon as season two was done. It was interesting the, the way they started promoting it so fast, almost like, no, look over here now. Look over here now. Wow. And back to your baseball analogy, I think Deadpool and Wolverine is, is hitting cleanup for all the singles and doubles that they've been hitting <laughs> yeah. so far. I think they put Maybe. Deadpool in the cleanup spot. And that's sort of, I think, hopefully they're going to do that, and that's going to Either answer our questions or at least refocus every everything and everybody.
1: So Deadpool, the the purpose of Deadpool is not just to entertain me. I think I, they're I going to try to entertain me and explain all this because here here's one the other aspect of the trailer. The TVA is a whole other matzo ball. Yes. So you showed the TVA in a trailer. Yeah. To 123 million people during the Super Bowl. You showed a trailer that showed the TVA. What percentage of the people watching that <laughs> saw Loki?
0: 8%. <laughs> Just the diehard Marvel fan. I mean, Loki was probably the best show. Loki season two was probably the best thing they've done in a while. Or the, best, well, the most well-received thing they've done in a while. So maybe that got a lot of people looking at it but at the same time the tva it's such a again it's such a like you said a matzo ball it's like it's it's not easily digestible by anybody so it's it's weird that you would show that in the trailer and not make that sort of a reveal when you're watching the movie because people are be like what the hell is a tva i don't know what the hell the tva is what i don't know I, knowing ryan reynolds that movie is going to set out to to entertain and then secondly we'll try to clean everything up but i think it's going to be mostly for entertainment purposes but at the same time. I think it's going to make a billion dollars and refocus everything or re-energize everybody back into Marvel.
1: I, I hope so. I, I hope so. I, you know, I'm of the belief and you and I, I think I've talked about this in the, in the past. I, I think superhero fatigue is bullshit. Oh, I do too. I and don't believe ju- in it. It's just complete bullshit. If it's good, it's, it's great. You know, yeah. just watch Gen V like that's yeah. amazing.
0: No, if it's, if the stories are told well and the characters are developed and it's compelling, you know, andor, yeah, there's no people, such
1: thing as superhero fatigue when you have a show like Andor.
0: No, it's if it's well done, people will watch it and people will talk about it and people will watch it again and again and again.
1: Yeah, for what if they did a whole thing on Disney Plus where they released a new episode every day? I think I saw episode one on the first day, yeah, and then I saw them two days before this podcast.
0: I that did what you did. I watched the first two, the first two days, and then I kind of, I kind of lost. I wasn't, it wasn't must yeah, family see family, and you're doing things, and yeah, it wasn't must watch. It wasn't going back to Wandavision where I had to watch it as soon as it dropped. I, I didn't have that level of. I excitement.
1: downloaded a bunch of it on an airplane, and I didn't watch it. <laughs> like there were other things that I had watched. I think I was watching uh, For All Mankind at the time, oh. and that is gripping and Reacher, which is also. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. did an episode on Reacher. We have not done a for all mankind yet. Um, but stay tuned. That's coming. All right. My point being on what if is this was really the first time this wasn't making me tune in. Yeah. And Which I never that that's really a slump. Like now we're talking about sending them to the miners <laughs> to make the baseball analogy.
0: <laughs> what I don't understand like to me I was talking about this with my buddy we were talking about the the one where it showed the, the Avengers in 1600 or whatever it was 1602 yeah 1602 like that would have been to me a perfect time if you're throwing in all these Avengers back in 1602 and you already know you own the Fox properties throw in an animated Wolverine as like yeah. this feral rabid animal that's out there and just yeah. to get because that would just get people talking yeah there'd be a buzz storm. about
1: this you could have done storm
0: you have Storm. You just have one of the X Men thrown into 1602, and that's one of the things that they have to battle, or whatever it is. It just would have just been like, oh shit! Did you see that? Oh my god, that's that's something that we weren't expecting, and it's we haven't seen any X Men in the MCU yet, and this is our first introduction into it. It doesn't take over the story, but it's just it would have been something to make this season stand out.
1: Two separate questions. I, I, I'm, I'm like a, I'm a, I almost don't want to do episode by episode. In the Captain Carter Fought the Hydra Stomper one. Yeah. First of all, Josh Keaton plays Steve Rogers, a veteran of this podcast. He's been on the show. Yeah, he's great. Um, he was a spectacular Spider-Man. But in that episode, is the drama and the emotion real? You see what I mean? Like, they're animated. Yeah. But you cannot tell me that there's not emo- emotion in animation. No, there
0: is. Absolutely there is.
1: I just don't, I didn't see it. Like she's, she's torn because Steve is the love of her life and not, and and she's still sarcastic
0: and it's just, it's it's an awkward thing. It it didn't feel like the same, you know, Captain Carter from, I mean, that had to be, I mean, I know, I don't think it was supposed to be, maybe she's hardened because of what had happened to her. And it changed her personality because, I don't know, she she was frozen and she's thawed out. She's back in this new world. And then she realizes the love of her life is still alive. And it's sort of like a Bucky Barnes situation where he hasn't aged either, but he's sort of this reprogrammed person. And so, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, it didn't feel, I didn't feel anything watching that episode the way you think you would have. And we know, we know the reverse story with, Steve Rogers, Captain America, and, and Carter. And we've seen that play out, and we were emotionally invested in that with the final dance in Endgame. And then to get it flipped around, and we see it again told the other way, and it doesn't carry the same emotional impact, something's been dropped.
1: Uh, what if Hella found the Ten Rings? Number I, I... one. Number one, why is Thor not in that?
0: Yeah, and Shang-Chi, right?
1: And Shang-Chi, because Shang-Chi... When he goes to the realm of Talo, like at that yeah. point, meet Chang Chi. Like go. Some and again, it's again. It's Hella, and it's Hella, and I barely remember.
0: Right, you saw her in one one movie. But again, this that episode to me felt like, oh, let's just. It felt like, let's just put Hella and shang Chi. Like it would just felt like there was no. Unlike season one, where it's like. You see, oh, what happens if, you know, Chakala did become uh Star-Lord? And to me, that's not like, it doesn't seem like a random thing. It's you're taking that type of personality and putting it, taking his, you know, the Black Panther's personality and putting it into space with the Ravagers and how he could transform and affect all those people with who he was as a leader. Like, to me, that that's, that's more compelling storytelling than just like, oh, let's give Hello the power of the Ten Rings. You know what I'm saying? Like, it felt like there was more there, the, a better story to tell in season one, watching Black Panther become Star-Lord and the effect it had on everyone around him, as opposed to what, just right. throwing Hella into...
1: Right. If you're going to do Easter eggs, then do Easter eggs.
0: Do Easter eggs. Or make it seem like, oh, because is there a reason why now Hella has the Ten Rings? What, How is she affecting the world now? As opposed, you know... I mean, because that, that's why that episode's so great when Black Panther becomes Star Lord because he changes, he changes the Ravagers. Yeah, he affects everyone because he's such a he's King Jakali. He know?
1: has the right. He has the integrity.
0: Right, and that affects that that affects change. Whereas I don't really know what the point of H- Hela having the Ten Rings was, other than just like, oh, well, this would be cool.
1: All right, you want to do this? Let's see if they if we if we miss something on the episode. Okay. Um, Nova Prime recruits Nebula. This is episode one. What if Nebula joined the Nova Corps following Ronan the Accuser's successful coup against Thanos? Now, is Thanos in this world, do you notice, A, that Thanos is not as important? And yet, the highlight of it for me is Seth Green as Howard the Duck.
0: <laughs> that was probably the best part. But <laughs> he was Howard the Duck. I... I mean, to me, it feels like Thanos was like he wasn't even a my he wasn't even like a, a a lousy bad guy. He wasn't even you know. Whereas in most of these worlds, Thanos is normally at some point gets a hold of the Infinity Stones in every single multiverse and is a threat to life everywhere. Where here, it's just like Ronan beats him with his hammer. I don't know. Okay. Yeah.
1: Uh, Jude Law is in it. Um, Karen Gillan is in it. Michael Rooker is in it. Uh, Taiki Waititi, Taika Waititi as Korg. Um,
0: that was, seemed weird that Korg was just there in the bar, tending bar. Yep. I mean, it just seems like let's just throw some of our favorite characters in the same location.
1: But again, it's, that's what I mean. Easter eggs are Easter.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: Fred Tassiator.
0: No. But the best Easter eggs are the ones that don't feel forced. And Fred, a lot of these have felt forced.
1: All right. Uh, episode two: What if Peter Quill attacked Earth's mightiest mightiest heroes? You know, again, my reaction to it at that point was, um, this was like when in Infinity War, um, Tony Stark and Doctor Strange and Spider Man, you know, are introduced to the Guardians and they don't realize uh, that one of them's from Earth.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: It just wasn't original.
0: Right. And it's not. It doesn't feel. Again, it's one of those things where it just feels like, well, let's just have you know, Peter Quill attack. It, it, it didn't feel like the way doctors, you know, and sees back going back to season one. Cause I really enjoyed season one. Dr. Strange. What he loses his heart out set of his hands. Like that's, you're taking a character and changing the circumstance to see how they would react. Right,
1: That's drama.
0: That's drama. This just felt like, let's just see if, what happens here. It just didn't feel, it didn't take a part of Peter Quill and change it. So he would go and do and behave differently. Yeah given the circumstances. And to me, that's that that's why that first season with Doctor Strange was so compelling, because it shows you what would have happened. As opposed to this one, it just felt like, uh, it just felt like, let's just do this and see what happens.
1: Yep. What if Happy Hogan saved Christmas? Um, the highlight there, Kat Dennings returns as Darcy. Colby Smulders returns as Maria Hill. Sam Rockwell as Justin Hammer.
0: Yeah. Uh, Ruffalo's in it. Jeremy Renner's in it. I enjoyed uh, this one. This one was fun. This was my my the first. This was the first one I enjoyed out of all of them. That I really enjoyed. Like I really had fun watching. That.
1: It's also very simplistic.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was just. It was like, very. You know the just...
1: storyline. You know Iron Man two. You know who Justin Hammer is. You know who Tony Stark is. you, the, you understand the timeline. Is is when they created Avengers Tower. Like you see all of that. Jarvis yeah, it was is fun Jarvis. to watch. It's not Vision yet. You know that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, it was just fun to watch.
1: What if Iron Man crashed into the Grandmaster again? That's Thor. I mean, anytime, Rock all over again. Anytime Jeff you see Jeff Goldblum, great. Tessa Thompson's yeah. great.
0: Jeff Goldblum. Anytime you watch Jeff Goldblum, it's hilarious. So I yep. mean, I was just enjoying Grandmaster.
1: Yep. Um, he becomes a puddle, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but doesn't lose his personality. He keeps his personality as a puddle.
1: Yeah, we talked in uh, at length about what if Captain Carter fought the Hydra stomper. Um, and the interesting part about that is you know you start to see her journey traveling through
0: universes yeah which i again i mean i, I don't want to jump so, ahead but right like, at the
1: end of five there's a tease about the 1602
0: right and she's becoming sort of this it looks like she's becoming like this multiverse defender like this Right. You know, the guardian of the multiverse. I mean, I, I guess they had that in season one, the guardians of the multiverse. But now it seems like she is, seems to be leading this charge with the Watcher. And she's having effect with the, you know, I, I'm jumping ahead, but yeah.
1: Right. Number six, what if Kahori reshaped the world? Again, it, 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 we talked about it. It's, she's introduced interesting story i enjoyed
0: the story but again it's 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 like an
1: issue of a comic book it's like a random issue of a comic it's a
0: one-off seems but right
1: uh hella found the 10 rings seven we've talked about that at length uh 1602 and then the finale um the finale uh, i mean the storyline is strange uh restored universe he got the universe that he lost uh he resurrects Christine Palmer, but he can never be reborn into it. Um and then uh Captain Carter. Again, this is what f- doesn't feel like Peggy. Right. She's like, hey, you want to show me around? <laughs> like it just kind of diminishes the magnitude of it. Yeah. Which is fine. If you want to diminish it, you did that. You know and now- this is
0: wait, this is strange the Supreme Strange Supreme from season one that had Ultron and killmonger trapped and i guess he froze he was able to figure out a way to trap all these heroes or powerful beans in this right he he froze everybody right that's what happened at the end of that one and then she's going to and releasing all these people back into the multiverse i don't <laughs> and then again you see at the end with the the but they do the nod to Loki season two when you see the tree, right, with the Watcher, and now she's starting to affect. She's almost becoming the next Watcher, but in a way where she will try to affect change for good instead of instead of just sitting back and observing. If she sees something going sideways, she's going to correct it, which is against what the Watcher does. And I, so I don't I don't know is she becoming the next Watcher. And, and does this go? Is this going to feed in? Are we going to get a live action Captain Carter at some point? Because why would you be going and showing that tree where obviously Loki is sitting, becoming the god of stories that we saw at the end of Loki season two? Like there's there's a reason we saw that. That wasn't so. You know that is that where that's leading?
1: Phase five of the MCU, Ant Man, Quantumania, yeah. Guardians three, The Marvels, again, all three movies that are entirely watchable, flawed, Deadpool and Wolverine, and Captain America Brave New World. Yeah. The shows that involved Secret Invasion, Loki season two, What If season two, Echo. Is I Agatha Darkhole Diaries part of it
0: too? I think they put that one on hold. I don't know if they got booted back oh. to phase five. Is that's going to still be in phase five or not. I know they put that one on hold for a little bit. Um, I mean, obviously, Echo is going to feed into Daredevil Born Again. I'm guessing that series. Right. Because you have Kingpin running for mayor now. And I I, I suppose I expect right. that to the be worst the worst
1: kept secret in the world. <laughs> right the that's most be... obvious like you might as well instead of that scene you just put a big sign that said he's mayor now will run for mayor <laughs> right
0: but like that's obviously going to be the plot point of daredevil born again now kingpin is mayor of hell's kitchen or new york or whatever and that's the point of that but loki season two him ending there with the god of stories in that tree controlling all of time how does that play into what we saw at the end of what if season two with captain carter and the watcher right and then even farther back if you if we go into our deadpool discussion deadpool 3 discussion we know that now loki is in charge of everything so where is there is the tv i mean the tva is still there because we saw that as well how does this play into deadpool at all it's there's so many things going there's so many plates spinning right now i don't know how they keep them all spinning and then in the show without all clarify, the plates go back to the beginning. Yeah,
1: That Doctor Strange is not the same guy at the end of Mul- Multiverse of Madness.
0: The one who caused all the incursions, and the one that got impaled on the fence?
1: The one who has the eye on the on his forehead.
0: The one that jumps through, the one that we see at the end that jumps at through the At the end of
1: Multiverse of Madness is that guy.
0: Does that become... God? I don't think so because that that That's one a different came,
1: version of the because same that
0: character. that Doctor Strange came to terms with or I mean never didn't lose his uh Christine. He lost his hands. So it can't be the same strange. Right? The the strange that we saw in what if lost his heart, not his hands. So it's the difference Doctor Strange. And it could be it could have been the Doctor Strange that he met. And ended up killing and throwing through the w- the window, and he got impaled on the fence. The one who's you, first time you saw him with the third eye in Multiverse of Madness, the one who was in that universe where everything had been all the incursions had taken place. Maybe mm-hmm. that was that. That, that might have been that strange supreme. Yeah.
1: Okay. I see it. <laughs> like, I guess I I see it. Listen, what what I've said about Marvel since the start of this podcast, we're coming up on nine years now. This is a big book. And each one of these little chapters is a chapter in a book. Yeah. And when you read a book, you don't go, wow, chapter six was great. Chapter three sucked. Yeah. It's just part of a book. Yeah. Yeah. You're this far in. If you're listening this far, you are in this MCU this far. You're not giving up.
0: Well, that's why I've never said people are like, well, I stopped watching after Eternals. I'm like, well, then you weren't really invested. Yeah. Like, how do you just stop? How do you just write it off? Well, I didn't like Eternals. I'm not going to watch anymore. Like, that doesn't make any sense. You, you were a casual watcher to begin with. So, I mean, yeah. I Some stuff I love. Some stuff is okay. Some stuff I wish they hadn't done. But I still will watch the next thing that comes out.
1: Uh, Eddie, of course, you have the, the Ralph report. What else can we talk talk to um, our listeners about?
0: You can check out my stand-up. Go to eddiepence.com. Follow me on all my socials. There, You can hit on my landing. It's a landing page. You can catch everything there. Um uh check me out when i'm doing stand-up uh yeah that's about it
1: are you close to having a new special
0: uh still in the process of writing it i'm looking for locations to shoot it i'm hoping i mean my my original goal was to try to shoot it you know early spring but it might be pushed back a little bit so very good but i will keep everyone updated
1: bravo that's all i can say is bravo and thank you you for doing this anytime Um, Anytime, uh, listen. We, it's fun. It's fun to talk about, even when we don't like something. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more fun for that. Uh, you know, I, that that was like the Reacher podcast. I didn't know what to say. It's great.
0: Yeah. We're done. This one, there's things you like, there's things you don't like, things don't you don't understand. So yeah.
1: It just takes me too far. Like, I'm your P one. Yeah. And when I say I'm, it's it's collective. No you yes know. we are p1s and if you made it hard for us
0: yeah then you're you're zoning out so many people people you make people not care when you're when you're making it hard for us to understand what's a happening a little bit i don't mind the challenge and i don't made i don't mind the easter eggs and the nods and winks where i get nerd as a nerd i go oh did you notice that and then part people are like no i didn't see that but at the same point your overall storytelling has to be engaging for everyone you can't just make it so dense and difficult for even the nerds to love.
1: All right, Eddie. Thanks so much for doing this. We appreciate it. Anytime. As always. Anytime. Come am back soon. Please. The great Eddie Pence. Check out his website, eddiepence.com. Check out the Ralph Report. Give it a try. It is so funny. I want to send a special shout out to my man, Mike B. He reminded me on Twitter that I hadn't done a What If Season 2 episode. So, Mike This one, I hope, lived up to your expectations. We'll see you next week when we review Madam Web. We'll see you then.